Hello and welcome to Relationship Rescue, the podcast, Every Relationship Begins With You. And today, um, I'm, I'm, it's all about your inner child. You have an inner child. I'm going to introduce you to the inner child. Because it's really important that you understand who your inner child is what they're about, how they came to be, so you can heal the child within. So the adult within you starts showing up to your relationships, not the child. You know, there's three actually distinct um, ways we communicate. Um, And I've done a lot of studying and workshops on transactional analysis, which tells you that at any given time you're showing up Um, in a conversation as either your parent, the adult, or the child. Um, But I don't normally introduce that with clients until much later, if ever. Um, I'm actually going through it right now in my masterminds. um, And with, I run a women's mastermind group and a men's mastermind group, and I'm going, teaching them all about transactional analysis now. But I know these people all know their inner child. They've been introduced, they're healing their inner child, or they've healed their inner child to a point that the child is not showing up much anymore. Um, So who is, you know, that inner child? Well, see, as adults, we have two aspects of our personality, right? So I'm concentrating today on the adult and the child. And when these two parts, okay, when your child is healed and it's working with the adult together, you will feel a sense of wholeness within. So what does that look like? So the adult is going to be making, you know, those conscious decisions, um, which is, you you know, your prefrontal cortex, that part of your brain, it's 40%, it's 40% of your brain, right? So that is where you're making those conscious decisions that say, um, I'm going to have for dinner this, I'm, um, I, this is the size of my pant. This is, you're consciously aware of what you're doing. The inner child sub is a subconscious reaction to a trigger most of the time. Now, when you have the, the adult and the child working together, the adult is making the conscious decisions. All of your conscious decisions, they're not subconscious reactions, but your child within is the fun part. See, because basically, it's the child um, that you, you deserved to be when you were a child that didn't have all the pressures and the um, abandonment of parents or the abuse, the dysfunction, but the one that went out to the playground and, and swung on the swings, right? So it's a child that now as an adult goes skiing or plays she has fun right it's that fun part of you and the adult is making conscious decisions and when you can put that fun part of you that child in with the adult consciously your life will move in the direction you desire it to go I promise you but until those two are reconciled you're going to stay basically uh, it's a war within right vying for control so what happens is when they're disconnected because of the wounding the the dysfunction um, you're gonna have see a lot more conflict emptiness aloneness within Um, 
And unfortunately, so many people don't understand that relationships based on two inner children together never ever work because you are reacting to one another consistently it's that fear dance it's i hurt i want i fear i react i hurt i feel sad because you did something right and i want i want to feel connected i'm fearing feel feeling disconnected so my reaction is going to be whatever your main reactions are rage withdrawal anger, lashing out, the silent treatment, um, people-pleasing. And then your partner hurts, your partner wants, your partner fears, they react. And it goes around and around. And that's what, the, that's what two inner children in a, in a relationship look like. And how many, guess what? Most marriage contracts are made by two children. So that's not going to work. And, you know, so... That, that, that the subconscious is about the feeling, the being, the experiencing. So when we have a, um, our childhood experiences were <laughs> made us feel bad, sad, angry, frustrated, resentful, how are we being? Were we, this is where the people pleasing comes in. This is where the, um, the kids that act out come in. This is where the bullying comes in. It's all a result of whatever is happening in that home. Bullies are not from just wonderfully well-adjusted, secure families. <laughs> you just don't go out and start bullying if you're in a well-adjusted family, right? I mean, it's, it does start in that home. 100%. Whatever that child is witnessing, whatever that, you know, the people pleasing, it starts in the home. So that's that inner child. So then when you're triggered, that's when you react. Like what, and again, the conscious, the adult is doing, thinking, acting. It's not, it's not the subconscious reactions to a trigger. Okay. So, um, if you think about it, if you're feeling unloved and you don't love yourself, so let's say you 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 are with a partner, a spouse, even a friend, and you feel very unloved. If you love yourself, if you honor who you are and you love yourself, you're not going to be crushed and start reacting to try to get their attention, to try to get their love, to say, me, choose me, choose me. I am good enough. I am, I am, I really am. Please, please, please. You're not going to, you're not going to do that. You're going to honor yourself. It's not, that doesn't mean that it doesn't hurt, but it means that you love yourself and you're not going to guess what? Self-abandon. You're not going to abandon the child within you again like every other adult in that child's childhood or a few of them you know the big ones the father or the mother might have abandoned them right so you won't you stop self-abandoning yeah it hurts but again you are rea you are an adult you've healed that inner child and you can consciously react and say this is going to hurt but i must let go 
otherwise it's going to hurt more and this person is unhealed this person does not have the um that cannot be in a relationship at this point and i'm not and you can make a decision i'm not willing to um be the secure one in the relationship and help them heal that's up to you you know do i I, what do I say all the time? Yes, it takes one person, and it does. And many of those relationships I have helped and healed the, that relationship. But many, guess what? The other person just won't show up. They continue to stay in child, no matter what my client does, no matter how much I coach them through. Okay, this is what we need to do. This is, you know, and there's it's time to go. If somebody cannot heal in the relationship and you are a secure person within yourself and have self-love and self-respect it is, will be impossible for you to be dishonored any longer are there people that um just want to stay in hope and just keep hoping the person changes sure sure that's up to them but i it's the, eventually what will happen as you will regress and why would you regress because your inner child will start getting angry yourself abandoning them right it's yourself so when which is basically showing you your adult self begins to disconnect again from that inner child yeah and so then guess what the child concludes once again, or if you haven't healed the child, you know what? I must be bad. I'm wrong. I'm unlovable. I'm unimportant. I'm inadequate. I'm not enough. Because if I was those things, well, you know what? My person wouldn't be self-abandoning me again. My dad or my mom or my aunt or my cousins or whatever wouldn't have done this. And the peers and my wouldn't have been bullied and blah, blah, blah. And we're totally, guess what? That means there's an external and an internal disconnection that creates what? Intense fear, guilt, and shame within the child, within you. And all of a sudden, here we are back again. Feelings of being alone in the world and alone inside. And then we learn to what? Fear being rejected, abandoned, controlled. Now, where did we first learn these things? Well, by our um, caretakers. Then by ourselves, our inner adult. What do we do? We're abandoning the child within again. How? By accepting the toxic unhealthy relationships yourself abandoning again you're saying yep i'm not good enough um this is all i deserve and the feeling of aloneness is the hardest for all of us to feel there's nothing lonelier than feeling alone obviously and especially when you're in a marriage or a partnership and the person's in the house with you to feel so alone Guess what? Your child will start to react and act out again. Or you will again start the people pleasing. All of it goes over all round and around and around in a circle. So when, you know, our parents um, rejected us or other adults, when they shamed us, abandoned us, um, abused us, it becomes so unbearable as a child that we do not want to experience those feelings 
Because a child is not meant to feel lonely and empty in the world with no one to protect him or her. So as we grow up, we learn to do what? We learn to project onto others the, you know, that internal experience of abandonment. So now here's the thing. Let's say your inner child feels controlled, criticized, or neglected by you now, right? Because you're in a relationship that is, is um, <laughs> unhealthy or severely toxic. So then it often, what does it do? What does that inner child do? Projects those feelings onto others. And they experience people as controlling, criticizing, or abandoning, with whether it's happening or not. Right. So that is so like think of the person that truly does say, OK, their partner wants to go out on a Friday night and they get really jealous, really jealous. Their partner just wants to go out for a drink. That's it with their friends. Nothing else. It's not a big deal. And this partner has never cheated. This partner has been trustworthy. This partner's just, you know, has some friends. Woo. OK, that's it. So, well, what happens? The one that's been self, the, the inner child that is disconnected from the adult because the adult keeps letting the child react and is not honoring the itself, right? Well, then what do they do? They are projecting onto their partner, you're abandoning me, right? The inner child just starts feeling out of control then. So then a fight ensues. Oh, you're going to just go out with your friends? You're just going to leave me here? You're banning me? Okay. Oh, I'm not important enough? And then that child just continuously reacts. Reacts. And then the fight could go on for who knows how long. Because the partner wanted to go out with some friends and have a drink. And then, the worse yet, the, then the partner decides not to go. What is it doing? It's then saying to that person's child, Okay. Just throw a tantrum again next time. And then I guess what? I won't go. And then what happens? Before long, the tantrums are becoming more and more. More tantrums, more tantrums, more tantrums. Till one day, the adult in the relationship says, no more. Goodbye. Then the person that's still self-abandoning says, oh, what? You're abandoning me? Yes, because you have been projecting that for how long onto your partner? Heal your inner child, people. Please heal the inner child. Otherwise, it will continue to sabotage. Now, worse yet, let's say that that person that gets upset at the Friday night drink with their friends, the, their partner that's going out, guess what? They have an inner child that's not that healed any either, right? Their reaction is basically, by the way, to placate. Okay, fine, fine. Or to rage, to say, you know what? Screw you, I'm going out. And then it's like, whoa, now we've got a massive power struggle. Reaction, 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 right? What would a secure person do, say to the person? Let me tell you what a secure person would say to the person that says, you're going out on a Friday night? I can't believe it. If you are a secure person, you would say, I love you. I have never given you a reason to doubt me. We've, or, we've worked through so many things. I am trying to um, love you the, the way you want to be loved. And I do love you very much. I am going to go out with my friends for a few hours. 
I will be back at 10 p.m. And you go. You must go. You must go. Because the more it's like anytime, anytime you give into a child after they throw a tantrum, it's the same thing, right? So what happens is um, when your adult self is unavailable to that inner child, right? The blame and the anger we feel, that's also a pro projected onto others. It just goes on and on, right? So, so what, 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 the, what, what will happen is when you're constantly afraid of being wrong, because what's being wrong mean? If I'm wrong, it's going to lead to rejection. Therefore, what do, what do we do? Well, we, what, we want to find the right way to be in the world. We want to, um, we want some people, we want to be accepted, validated, loved. So we must, must find the right way. So what do we become addicted to the shoulds and the rules that we have, these unwritten rules that we don't even know about until somebody doesn't do what we want, right? And that is the right way to be in the world. So it becomes, um, it develops into this need to be perfect, and a belief that it's possible to be perfect, which is ridiculous. So per per perfectionism and the fear of being wrong, well, that even um, creates more of an internal disconnection. So when you don't, when you're feeling that desperation of aloneness and empty, okay, right? Um, you're going to turn to various addictions to fill yourself up. You know, there. You, you know, to survive that shame and the pain that we feel. You know, it could be the alcohol, drugs, food, sugar, caffeine, nicotine, shopping. So, if you look at it, you know, um, addictions actually fall into two categories. Okay, so um, it's things and activities. That's how that works. Things and activities. So the inner child can become addicted to TV. Work, sports, sleep, exercise, power, money, spending, gambling, um, shoplifting, danger, worry, rumination. Okay. Now, it can also be, become addicted to sex, romance, love, approval. Because when we're not give, approving ourselves, okay, so when you don't give yourself approval, then we have no choice but to go seek it from somebody else. So our sense of this um, uh, inadequacy, um, we become attached and addicted to that approval. And it's a neediness. We need others to make us feel okay about ourselves. And that, that external um, uh, need for this approval sets us up for what? Deep, deep fears, you guys, of rejection. So then what do we want? We Sex. Sex is a big thing. Sex, sex, sex. Sex and love become the way. Because why? What does that do? It helps that inner child escape its unbearable aloneness, right? So, um, and what we never realize, we never stop to realize, is that external connection with others that we feel we're having, which we're not really, cannot occur without the internal 
connection to yourself. It will not happen. So when we believe that we need love, sex, or approval in order to feel okay, but inside we feel unlovable, then we need to, we believe we need to control, okay, getting that love and approval and avoiding, re, you know, that rejection. So what do we do? Okay, well, the needy, abandoned inner child then tries to control how others treat it, right? Um, we will instill what? Guilt and fear in them. I'm going to make you feel really guilty and I'm going to fear, make you fear this, right? Then um, how do we do it? Well, we irritation, anger, blame, silent withdrawal. Um, and that silent withdrawal, by the way, is of love. Tantrums, violence, pouting, crying, lying, teaching, lecturing, explaining, interrogating, blah, blah, blah. And it goes on and on and on. So it's basically saying that your inner child is saying, if I can make others love me, see me, hear me, approve of me, connect to me, and give me more of what I want, well, guess what? Well, when they do that, I'm going to feel okay about myself, and I'm not going to feel lonely anymore. And that's the biggest lie you tell yourself, because you still are going to feel lonely, because you're trying to get those, the, your needs met through people that cannot meet them. And even if they meet them, guess what? If the inner child is not healed, you won't believe them and you'll go right back to doing what you're doing. So the deeper that you abandon that internal abandonment that's happening, that means the more desperate the child becomes. So what's another way that the inner child can react? Well, compliance, caretaking. We become the good boy, the good girl. Putting aside the feelings for others, you know, uh, what, whatever we need for, you know, to please other people. So we fix things for everyone. We become overly nice or seductive. So when we're complying, when we're caretaking, enabling, pulling the niceness, you know what? We're operating under these false beliefs. What I keep going back to, the false beliefs, the false beliefs, the false beliefs. That's where it starts at all. And it says, I don't count. What I want and feel is not important. Other people's wants and feelings are more important than mine. I can make people love me or approve of me by being nice or seductive, right? So this is all behaviors that want to get love from others and it's a way to protect the inner child from pain or um, of the pain of rejection or abandonment. Now, what else can the inner child do? Well, you know what? A lot of them um, fear being in, you know, engulfed. So that means, you know, um, you can, I cannot get too close to you. I do not. So then we, that person will get defensive when someone wants something from them. They will deny what they feel. You know, this is the classic dismissive avoidant. Um, you know, the re rebelling, rebelling against the opposite of what the other person wants from you, right? Um, or perhaps they might agree to comply, but they're gonna resist you. How? Through procrastination, incompetence, or forgetting, oh, I just forgot, sorry. And this comes from the false belief that not being controlled is more important than anything. Okay, so a person with this pattern of, you know, um, behavior is saying basically, if I do what someone else wants, even if it's something that I want, I will lose myself and my integrity. So they're in resistance. 
They just resist what others want for them or from them. And they're being controlled by what? The resistance. Even though their resistance is intended to protect them from being controlled by others, right? So it's actually, again, creating more internal and external loneliness. So when you can heal that inner child, okay? So what is the loved inner child? When the inner child is healed, when that child is loved, you're going to feel energetic. You're going to be filled with passion, playfulness, curiosity. And it's always receptive to new ideas, new experiences, right? So when the inner child was loved as a child, um, it's soft, sensitive, flowing, very loving within. It's holistic in a very nonlinear way, right? So it's a wise um, inner child. It, you know, um, it means it's drawing conclusions through um, a totality of multiple and simultaneous experiences and impressions rather than step-by-step -step logical linear thinking, which is the realm of the adult, right? So it's, it's, it's helping the adult make great decisions through that love and the joy that the, in the playfulness and the passion that the inner child feels. So what is the inner child is also, guess what? That's your ability to feel deeply emotional and spiritual connection within yourselves and others. If the child is love, then we feel more, more happy, more joyous. Have you ever heard where like people will say to you, um, you know, engineers get this really bad rap. They're just like, they don't, they have no emotions. Engineers have no emotions. They're emotionless people, blah, blah, blah. You know, it couldn't be further from the truth. I've worked with so many engineers and they're feeling people and they're highly emotional. But when, when society puts a label on somebody and we begin to accept it, and I guarantee you every engineer has heard that before in some form that uh, we're just thinkers. And they all will tell me that by the way in the beginning. I don't feel much. I just, you know, this or that. And anyways, they become that person who society tells them. They morph into it. And you add a childhood that, you know, if they were an engineer and, they, and you know, they had those, um, that means sometimes they're not as outgoing. So they don't have... Lots do have a lot of friends. I'm not saying that, but in the category of they're not, if, if there's proof that they didn't have a big, huge social life or something, they will adopt it that this is who I am and I'm not going to love and feel. But when you then do heal those inner beliefs, you become more loving, more feeling, more wanting, more vulnerable, more wanting of a connection with people. And our society has long diminished the importance of feelings, right? And it's to feel happy and joyful and connected. There's nothing better than that, right? So wisdom is the acc accumulation of all of our experiences stored as emotion, right? So when you cannot feel what is true, then what happens, okay? So if you can't feel what is true, well, then you cannot utilize your wisdom, and that's the truth. So that loved inner child of yours is empathic, feeling deeply into the feelings of others, but not unhealthy 
un empathic, right? Your inner child, the loved one, is playful, imaginative. That's when you feel excited about things, enthusiastic about things, people. And that's when you start responding to life, you know, with animation, with spontaneity. You're not, you're neither impulsive or out of control. You're not withdrawn and inhibited, right? There is a vast difference between being childlike, animated and spontaneous and childish, impulsive and out of control. Huge difference. Okay, so, um, so that's why the inner child is so important to your, to our, to our mental health, right? A healed inner child connects to the joyous parts of life, to the nature, to, to, to what you see, to all your experiences, to, um, going on a vacation, to the excitement of something, not worried about every single habit of it needing to control everything to get to the damn vacation, right? So, um, what do you want to leave behind in 2022? One of the things that you need to learn leave behind in 2020 to leave in 2022 is people pleasing. The people pleasing has to stop. You need to learn how to be assertive. Honor yourself and honor others in your communications. That alone will start shifting that inner child um, reactions, right? When you start honoring yourself, then the inner child feels that you're no longer self-abandoning abandoning the child. When you stop people-pleasing, the inner child starts to feel less angry, less sad, less frustrated, less resentful. When you can start showing up as your adult with a healed inner child, that is when you are living the life you deserve and dream of. So I put together a two-hour workshop. It's a live workshop. I'm going to teach you the key to stop people-pleasing and how to be assertive. So you're going to learn, one, how to be assertive. You're going to learn how to implement boundaries the right way. It's the exact process I teach my clients. And you're going to learn a little bit about how you show up as the adult right? But it's a, a big, it's assertiveness training, boundary training, how to show up as a child, I mean the adult, and it's based, you're going to learn how to stop people pleasing. The link is in the um, comment section to sign up. It's a live two-hour workshop. Once you sign up, I'll register. It's, if you can't make it, that's okay. You will be given the link to watch it. I highly recommend showing up live because I'm on there until every question's answered. It's on December 28th. Click the link in my bio. Um, it's $29. And it's the it's the one, one of the things that I can teach you without working with you that will really begin to shift, you, you, you know, just a, actually a lot if you can show up and you can listen and you can learn boundaries and how to be assertive. Boundaries are so important and most people have no idea how to set them and stick to them. I'm going to teach you. So click the link in the bio, sign up. It's December 28th. Um, and if you can't make it, don't worry about it. Registrants will be, <coughs> excuse me, forwarded the, um, the replay. Okay. Have a great day, evening, 
morning, afternoon, wherever you are. I love you. I care. Bye.